Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks. Hey, welcome. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170, The Answer. Out of the darkness, it's your shining light. And we are Gun Sports Radio. This is show 100. Did Here Lance write that? Did Here Lance write that promo? Yeah, he wrote Hell it. Yeah, I can believe it. He loves it. Out, Out of the, the darkness, darkness, it's your shining light. Are you a, are you a mason? Because that sounds like some stuff. Awesome, baby. Say. We are the shining light. Yes, indeed. And I've got to tell you, 100 shows, it's awesome. It seems like it's just gone by in a nanosecond. And we couldn't thank Gun Range San Diego for all their support. I mean, they are just absolutely amazing. 7853 Balboa Avenue. 10 to 10, seven days a week. Go to GunRangeSanDiego.com, GunRangeSanDiego.com for all of your needs. We'll be talking to Hollywood in a little bit, and he'll tell you everything else you can do at Gun Range San Diego. It is the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. We got Lance in the house. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great, man. Welcome back. I drove up to uh, beautiful Boise, Idaho, visiting a lot of ex-Californians. Oh, yeah. They're all... <laughs> dude, I just came back from uh, Detroit. And hung out with a lot of ex-Californians. Ex-Californians. I had a guy the... leave California, lift L.A., 1,200-square-foot house. It's got a 2,000-square-foot home on five acres. Yep. And he had so much money left over, he didn't know what to it's do. It's like real that. America. Yeah. Real and America. And then we got Michael Schwartz. How you doing, boss? What are you up to? All right. And then swing that over for one second. Can you believe that. who is actually in the house? Here. I'm so excited. And I, I pinch me. Well, and you know the funny thing is, Michelle and I from the Green Show had a question on Tesla, and when I seen you, it's right outside. I know, but it all went blank. I now I can't remember the question because oh. you're here. We do appreciate it. Well, yeah, you know, you got to make it down. Darn right. For the second time, I think. Yeah, you just you just had seven more honeydews. You just didn't want to do number one hundred. That's all. So, Lance, introduce our guest. Well, speaking of California, I'm going to turn it over to Michael. So, All right, let's do that. We have a very special guest in the studio for our 100th show, and that is uh, Mr. Senator Joel Anderson. The Honorable. The Honorable. I've known him for years now. Welcome to the studio. Oh, this is fantastic. The 100th show. Can you believe that? A big double zero. (laughs) And no one's come after us yet. We keep bobbing and weaving, and so far, everything is is golden. So what do you want to talk to me about, my friend? So Senator Anderson has done a fantastic job of uh, voting the right way. What's in your future as far as? Well, uh, come November, I'm going to be on your ballot. Uh, I'm running for Board of Equalization. It's the, uh, it's the oversight for all the property tax. So all the county assessors, we write their handbook and we do all, uh, we audit them every other year. And we do all the property tax. So it's really an important position, about $60 billion of taxes a year that we collect for the state. And there are 10 million people in the district, and so uh, being on this show, I know there's at least 10 million gun owners that are going to hear about it. So that's good. Absolutely. That's very awesome. And and now you also were looking at running for county board at one point. Is that that something you want to talk about? Well, uh, a lot of people people had urged me to run for county board of supervisor here in San Diego, and and, uh, I was very interested in it. And then uh, the incumbent slowly peeled all my support off so i was all by myself running against her but uh, in light of what's happening locally again i think there's going to be a big push to have somebody new run in 2020 and what's happening locally so i, I that's one of the things i wanted to talk to you about we uh uh so you're talking about 
Supervisor Diane Jacob, who has for years given us lip service about being pro-Second Amendment, but just recently wrote a letter to the uh, Secretary of the Interior saying she wanted to ban all shooting on public land and uh, blamed some of the fires that have happened on on uh, on on guns, of course. You know, Hunters. That's, that's everybody's favorite. You know, if something bad happens, you know, they immediately blame it on guns. And, uh, you know, uh, again, Republican uh, uh, County Board of Supervisor Diane Jacob. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. I know we talked a little bit about it, but I wanted to n- see where you stood on, on what she's doing there. Well, CAL FIRE is still investigating it. So we don't know, one, if it was a bullet that started the fire. So that's not been determined. Right. The second thing is we don't know if it was fired legally or illegally. We don't know if the weapon was an illegal weapon uh, or a, a legal weapon. So there's a lot to be discovered before we come to conclusions. But I will say this. Uh, we have had a history where uh, some of the coyotes bringing illegals across the border have started fires as diversions uh, in order to bring people across the border. I don't ever recall her writing a letter asking for a wall. No, of course not, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're asking for a wall. Well, no. and, and my question, too, is does that mean that we're going to go after SDG&E? Because they caused the fires in, in 03 out in Alpine and just it burned quite a few homes. I mean, I guess we got to get rid of them, too. I mean, that's kind of a silly mindset, but I mean, really, I mean, they're going to take care of all the guns thinking they started a fire. Well, SDG and E started a fire. It is. And I mean, somebody who has, is a self proclaimed pro Second Amendment elected official. You know, I just I'm tired of you know, know. It, know. It, restricting freedom like that. It, it'll it's it, we need definitely need somebody in 2020. To- it's easy to say that you're for liberty. It's hard to deliver on promises, mm-hmm. and uh, sadly, I think this is this is this is the problem with politics today. Everyone's operating in a vacuum of ignorance, mm-hmm. uh, and we don't even know what the details are. And even if the details are there, we should be addressing. The problem, not removing people's Second Amendment rights or constitutional rights. Amen. Now, we just are on the – yesterday, it was the deadline to register your, your assault weapon or, or uh, configure it so that it uh, uh, legally complies with, with the new, uh, new laws. There are so many bad laws that happened uh, the last few years, and you had a front row seat up in Sacramento, and we're pushing back the whole time. Uh, what, what kind of insight do you have on that? Or what can you tell us about what, what's going on, what has gone on, and what's going to happen in the future when it comes to Second Amendment rights? Well, uh, my colleagues are so hell-bent on this. They don't care about the facts. They don't care about how, uh, how these laws are going to roll out. All I can say is we got to lawyer up because I just don't see how they can withstand the courts. Uh, what they're, if you have a stamped piece of steel, and it just has a couple holes in it. They're saying, "Wow, that's that could you could you could build a weapon out of that." <laughs> so, you know, I get if it's a barrel, I get that, but I don't get if it's just a stamp piece of steel. And what they're looking to do is to go after every gun owner in every which way to make us all criminals. And uh, it's wrong. It's plain wrong. So when you're up there talking to your colleagues, and I, I know th- there's, uh, from from what I've seen, there's a fair amount of communication with, you know, even people that you vehemently disagree with. They're also senators or, or in the assembly. Sure. Uh, people you talk to a lot. When you talk to them about these uh, these ridiculous gun laws, what you know, what are you, what are you hearing from them? Why are they doing it? And why don't they understand the Second Amendment like we do? It's visceral. It's all emotion. It has nothing to do with logic. Uh, everything leads to, to harming children, even when it doesn't. And it's very difficult to, to have a reasonable conversation when a person is so wound up emotionally that they can't think straight. Hmm. 
You know, I got a good buddy of mine, Don Wagner, and uh, he loves to debate and talk about, you know, whatever issue you want to talk about. And he has a, a very good uh, policy. He says, you are welcome to your own opinion. You're welcome to your own emotion, but you're not welcome to your own facts. So we got to get the fact or we got to get the emotions and the feelings out of it and start making laws, start making things based on facts. I agree completely. But I, I think the anger is so bad right now and it's so high they can't see. They can't see the forest where the trees are so angry over, gosh, you can name 27 different things. And so until we can get the rhetoric and get the anger calmed down or get them to start realizing, I don't think, of course, I don't think that's going to happen. But, and I mean, and every time something good happens to the country, it gets worse. They get angrier and madder and crazier. It's just, it's just insane. Well, well what, what, I'm, I'm going to be rejoicing on July 9th in Sacramento. That's when we're going to learn who Trump is going to put on the Supreme Court. <laughs> I know. Can you not be excited? Oh I, am, I am giddy with excitement. Me too. I am so thrilled. I mean, and, and I've already said Ginsburg, uh, some vacation flyers, <laughs> places she can go where they'll treat her really nice. You she know, she can take all the naps she wants. She can take all the naps she nuts. wants. Right? <laughs> I don't, but I mean, hey, we're going to take a quick break. And we want to thank Trident Gunsmithing, 858-577-0576. Trident Gunsmithing, your number one stop for all your hunting needs. Let me tell you, Trident is a great group of guys over there. They've got half of uh, Lance's guns. Still got the sisters? They still have one of them. Okay, you stole the other one? Yeah. Got her back? Got her back, finally. She's happy. They should be charging rent. They should. Hey, yeah. Don't act like like they're holding her hostage. They they want you to come pick her up. Don't use those words. And Lance has got guns in every shop in town getting (laughs) clean, too. They're all cleaning them. What is up with those guys? East County. All right. Hey, thanks. uh, TridentGunsmithing.com, another great sponsor. Been with us since the day one. TridentGunsmithing.com. All right. Now we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Up next we got John Dillon in the house. That's right, John Dillon. We don't even know what we're going to ask him. We're in so much shock. We don't know what to do. I have a lot of questions. Don't worry. Oh, okay. I'm sure. Hey, but you can go to cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com. Send him an email. Ask him a question. Or you can call him, but right not right now. 760-431-9501. That's Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, LLP, your number one attorney for Second Amendment rights and gun ownership. We're going to take a quick break. We come back a whole lot more. AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. We are the answer. Hey, it's the July 1st deadline is here. Hopefully your AR-15 owners have uh, got all your gear together because today is the day. If not, I don't know what you're going to do, but go to www.crossarmory.com. Are they open today? They should be, huh? Their website's open. All right. Well, they're not going to. Their website's open, and all the and Trident Gunsmith will put all their equipment on for that's you. That's right. So but I think it's matter. too late. Isn't today the day? Well, that's what I yes, wanted to ask. Is the day. We have we have John Dillon in the house, which is a very rare treat. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I mean somebody yeah. pinch me. And I love the topic. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. That's the best well, kind of topic. Question mark, question Leave well, it open. Well, I have I have a question for you, and because you know I'm over at Gun Range San Diego, and I've had a couple of people call in already. They said, hey. I want to bring my gun in there and have this or that installed to make it compliant. And what I'm telling them is don't bring me your gun if it has a bullet button on it. Because now 
If it's not registered, yeah. I don't want to see it. I don't want to look at it. I don't even want to know you got it. It shouldn't be in the store. Is that it shouldn't be in the store? Uh, just now, to am, be safe. Am I being you know? am I being uh, overly or am I or am I doing the right thing? As a business, uh, yeah, you need to protect the business. And if people are bringing in assault weapons or unregistered assault weapons that aren't compliant, it's not good for your business. So, so, so John, are they required to confiscate? No, they're not law enforcement, but. They well, because you know, trouble. if you get a bad credit card, if you t- you know, and all of a sudden you you know, the yeah, credit but we're card- not, we, but we're not law enforcement. We don't have that kind of authority to okay, take well, someone's personal property. So, However, uh, what I'm telling people is like, I will sell you the equipment, but don't bring me. I, you can take it home and get on YouTube or call somebody right. who has. Now, let me ask you this: Let's say, like, try to gunsmithing who has a, a assault weapons vendor's license. Mm-hmm. Is that, a, is that so a little? Is that, have, is that is that a is that better to take it to somebody like that? Yeah. So if you I'll now, you the, I'll say you the gear. You take it to them to put it on. Yeah. So uh, let's say you chose to register your you know quote unquote assault weapon. Uh, now it is a registered assault weapon, and now we're in the new era of bullet button assault weapons. So uh, if you're gonna need to repair your gun, change out some part that you are not personally able to do yourself. Uh, you will need to find a federal or FFL uh, that has the assault weapon permit for them to take the firearm and let you actually leave it with them. And uh, that is if you have registered it as a... Yeah. Now, if it's not registered, the best thing, and this is what I totally got on the phone today. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say that on the, on the radio. I'm like, you need to take that lower apart. I said, take the stock off of it, take the pistol grip off of it, take the bullet button out of it. You bring me that, it's basically a strip receiver at that point. I can make it compliant and give it back to you, and then you can put whatever you want on it. Is yeah, that, is so it, according to I, the, the regulations the right uh, with regard to registration, uh, and again, I'll note that these regulations that, uh, that define all these terms, they're for registration purposes. However, the DOJ is trying to adopt them into the enforcement side of regulations. But in those regulations, it states that if you completely detach the upper and lower receiver of an AR-15 style firearm, then it's no longer considered semi-automatic. And I mean completely detached. That's front pivot pin, rear takedown pin, take both of them out, separate the two so you have a lower receiver and upper receiver, and... Uh, under those regulations, it's not a semi-automatic, and if it's not a semi-automatic, it cannot be an assault weapon. So, if someone needed work done on, you know, their trigger group or you know, uh, buffer tube grips, anything like that, and they wanted to bring in the store, the best thing to do would just be bring in the lower, not do not bring in the whole fire. Bring right. in the part you need worked on, right? Yeah, right. essentially. And 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 just to to reiterate what you said when you said take those pins out, you you're meaning like. Uh, take the uh, the detents out and everything where the pin. Well, can not be necessarily. Totally out. I, I'm saying literally. You, you know, you have your upper and lower receiver. You know, pull the pins and separate okay, the two right. parts, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that way you're literally removing parts from the firearm. And so, you know, again, I say this, it was for registration purposes that they made all these definitions, uh, but it looks like they're going to try to use those same definitions for enforcement. And therefore, since you have a lower that doesn't have all the parts that a semi-automatic gun would need to be semi-automatic, you should be fine there. Also, but, also know, we'll FFL, see. 
for people that don't know federal what firearms license dealer okay that's what i want and there's sure. several of those yeah i mean we, we can do got a whole hour show on just what an ffl is I different mean, levels right there's yeah. three seven ten eleven you know there's you know a, a oh, manufacturer there's, there's a seller sorts, assault yeah. weapons this i mean Cure and relic there's right. Right. Thing, i mean there's, there's, there's a ton of different there's, there's so just if somebody goes i have an ffl i'll take care of you yeah that is not no, yeah. you right. want, well, let's see what other good news in, he's got for us. In the easiest us. terms, you want a gun shop. <laughs> right, <laughs> Go yeah. to a gun shop. So what other good news have you got for us? You know, not much. So, uh, you know, like we were all talking you about. You always say that. Yeah, you know, we're in California. There's all rarely right. ever any positive firearms news. But I will say, you know, the registration period for assault weapons is now over. Okay. And so you either had to uh, comply in another fashion uh, by either going to a fixed magazine option or, uh, you know, a featureless option. Or you had to register. So what And that now? was by, you know, 11.59, 59 seconds right. on the so 30th. What, so what now for the people that did not do that? There's no you, such thing. Everybody did it. There's no such the thing. Everybody I'll complied. say this. The registration period is over. You cannot register an assault weapon. Therefore, all other firearms in those platforms that would meet the definition of an assault weapon need to be in compliant with regard to their features or anything else. Like but that. I had a... Just yeah, a pull a button. button, you know. I had a guy call me yesterday, and he goes, hey, I, he goes, I, uh, he goes, will you look up my DROS paperwork, you know, on the DOJ form? I'm like, yeah, sure. He goes, I'm trying to register my gun right now, and I just want to make sure I have everything right. I'm like, well, everything you need is on the gun. He goes, well, I just want to make sure. Will you look it up for me? Absolutely. We're here to help you out. Don't worry about it. And so I'm looking it up. He purchased a gun on uh, December, uh, like, 13th or 14th, which means he could have picked it up around Christmas. But he didn't. He picked it up on the 3rd of January. And I told him, like, sir, you cannot register that gun as an assault weapon. He goes, what do you mean? He goes, I bought it in December. I'm like, yeah, but it was not delivered to your hands till after the 1st. I'm just going to assume it was delivered to him in a compliant fashion. Absolutely it was. No, it was a strip lower. It was a strip lower. That was a uh, big mistake a lot of people yeah, made. Yeah, it was a strip lower. That's what I... So if you have... A, that was the whole point I, should, mm-hmm. I, I sort of started, started out with. It was a strip lower. Uh, so if you have a strip lower, even if you bought it... Even if you bought it on New Year's Eve and you picked it up after the 1st, that, that cannot be registered as an assault weapon. It has to be made California compliant. Okay, yeah. so I go back to my same question. Now that the, the, the deadline is over, what can you do if you're standing there with an AR that you can't register? What do you do with it? You have to make it compliant. You have to make it compliant. And then what? And then you're compliant. Well, you well, quit talking for two minutes. Jeez, <laughs> Louise, I'm going to hit you with a hammer about you. Know, uh, he paid me $100 to be here. <laughs> so, okay, so... I got to make a compliant, but then no. can I register it? No, registration is off. So the what table do I now. do with it if I can't now register? Now you're going to have a you know a, a more neutered firearm than a bullet button firearm would be. Can I shoot it if it's compliant? And yeah, totally, you can take it out. It'll it, when it's compliant, it's legal. Well, you're able to use the firearm. Oh, okay, it's no okay, longer okay. considered. You an just assault can't weapon. register it. So, you just can't register it as an assault weapon. So when you say make it legal, oh, uh, I get it. I what get it, I does get it. that involve? I mean, how many different legal ways you can, can you make it? <laughs> there, you, are, you need another. So, you need yeah, another. There's hour. not enough Absolutely. hours for so this. So it's essentially just getting rid of the bullet button. There's really only, there's no, only you do do not get rid of the bullet button. No, no, no. Uh, uh-uh. There's two options. It's fixed magazine option uh, under the new definition of what fixed magazine is in California. Yeah, it does. Or uh, what's commonly referred to as featureless. So. 
under the assault weapon laws uh, in California, they define uh, an assault weapon based off of the features on the firearm. And most commonly, it's a collapsible folding stock, a pistol grip, a forward vertical grip, a uh, flash hider. Those are the most common, you know, quote-unquote evil features of a firearm. So- and Right here. Wait a minute. Get Facebook Live first. You can't uh, see that. I know, I know. But just for Mr. Anderson's uh, edification, this is a compliant firearm in the state of California. It's an AR-style firearm, but it has what's considered a magazine lock. So this is the magazine release button here, and I can't push it. Put as much pressure on it as you want. It's not going to go in. But if I disassemble, and I'm using air quotes for some reason because people can see me on the radio. Yeah, I don't know why you're saying that. Well, don't be doing it on air. You can't do that. It sounds like just a bunch of noise. By the way, Joel, that's yours when you leave. That's a gift from <laughs> that's a gift from Gun Range San Diego. That's a gift. All right. So now that I have disassembled the action, oh my god! Now you can release the magazine. But you have to break the gun in half, basically, right? Right. I mean, you, yeah. That, yeah. You law requires disassembly of the firearm action. Right. Okay. So. So okay, so now I've okay, I get it. So, so I, and I just want to make one point. Yeah, out go ahead, If it wasn't clear, so a lot of people have made this mistake before, and I'm sure they will continually make this mistake. When you buy a firearm in California, especially you know since 2014, any firearm, whether it's long gun, handgun, anything, mm-hmm. uh, it gets registered to your name. Correct. The assault weapon registration is a, an entirely separate and different registration process. You had to go online, go to the mm-hmm. CFARS website, CFARS uh, website, and put in very specific information, including where you bought the gun from, the date you bought the gun, pictures of the firearm. That allowed you to register an assault weapon. That's no longer on the table. You can't do that. So you cannot have a firearm you know, that would meet the definition of assault. So if I get, say I have one and I lagged, which I do normally, and I didn't get it done and I didn't get it registered and I didn't, I didn't even make it compliant, you know, because I figured, hey, I'm not going to shoot it that much. And then I get pulled over and I've got it in a lock. You got some serious lock. liability on your hands. So I got to call you? Uh, yeah, you may. If in they fact, catch don't you even with bother calling you. Yeah. Don't even bother calling felonies. you, right? Yeah, these are felonies uh, that you would be charged felonies? with. Felonies? Yeah. Uh, like big California. Jail? The assault weapon is the most evil thing on the face of the planet in California, in according book, yeah. to you know <laughs> the people that make up these laws. So truly, uh, if you're gonna go down that road and say I'm just gonna you know risk it, you should know what happens when you risk it. It is serious. Do you like an orange jumpsuit? Because that's what's going to account to risk. How good it. are you at picking up trash? There you go. Hey, folks, that's uh, John. Jesus, well, so much happy news. Uh, CA Firearms Law. If you use that weapon, yeah, if you use that weapon in, oh. in 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 the course of a crime. Yeah, your likelihood to get out of prison will be much faster. Oh my God, CA Firearms. You're just that's as happy. Senator, You're folks. just as happy as Dylan. Goodness, you guys go to lunch together or something. Hey, but you got to listen to these two guys, folks. I'm telling you, vote for vote for Anderson and keep calling John Dillon. Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, CAFirearmslaw.com, CAFirearmslaw.com. Hey, you want to do your segment? Be quiet. 
right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun <laughs> Sports Radio. The, the microphone is trying to kill me. Get away from me. <laughs> Where's my gun? Hey, this... Uh, <laughs> I've got nine myself. of them with me today. Yeah, I'm sure you one. did. Hey, folks. Are you... Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you hear us talk about ah, the importance of a great company like Firearms Legal. Do any of you and your family own a firearm? Or do you for personal protection? Uh, have you ever been involved in an incident? But what happens if you do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, join Firearms Legal Protection for $10 a month. You'll have peace of mind knowing 24-hour hotline legal representation is waiting for you and your family. FirearmsLegalProtection.com. FirearmsLegalProtection.com. All right. This segment is brought to you by Gun Range San Diego. As I always say, the Nordstrom's of, of Gun Ranges located at 7853 Balboa Avenue. Go to GunRangeSanDiego.com, GunRangeSanDiego.com, 10 to 10, seven days a week. Tell you what, you go down there and you will fall in love with this place. I mean, not only will they take care of you, but they'll train you. Screaming deals all over the place. And who's in the house to talk about it? Hollywood. Hollywood. Joe Holyfield. How you doing, Butsky? I'm great as always. Thanks for having me on the uh, on the racing segment earlier. Oh, I, was, I thought you. Yeah, I know. I must have got you fired oh, up. You got me all fired up. Joe, uh, I, was, I was thinking about you this morning. I got to tell you the story real quick. Please, I please, a, this, please. I went through. I had a, a firearms rite of passage today. Um, I had, uh, you know, my wife recently inherited a 1911. Right. And I'm a Glock guy, so I've never messed with 1911s. Uh, have, have you seen my Instagram post today? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Is it is it a Glock versus nineteen eleven post? Sorta, yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm you know, I'm a modern, you know, uh you know, walking upright human being. So I shoot a Glock, not a nineteen eleven. <laughs> right. Oh my lord. I'm still scratching, don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, so we clean it, we go shoot it last night, she loves it. Uh and, and I'm cleaning it and the rite of passage was uh getting the uh, spring back in and guess what happened? It goes flying across, goes flying the, across yeah. the room. Yeah. So boom! I'm now I'm in the the fraternity of uh, of uh, men oh, yeah, that had to go chasing that, a uh, recourse. That, there you go. You know, and I've, that's a wonderful story because it's going to tie right into my technical segment. There you go. But before I get into that, I want to do a little, uh, um, you know, uh, housework, office work here, Mister Anderson, Honorable Joel Anderson. Uh, tell us one more time what what office you're running for again. Board of Equalization. So it's Orange County, Riverside, San Bernardino, Imperial, and San Diego County. Well, what, Those are all in the district. What is Board of Equalization? Measurements? <laughs> what we do is we, there's 58 county assessors who assess your property, <gasps> and we uh, write the regulations for them, and then we audit them, all 58 counties, every other year. And that's primarily what we do. And it's roughly $60 uh, billion of taxes yeah. that we oversee the collection. And if you have a problem with your assessor, you can appeal it to the Board of Equalization. So I'm one of five board members that would hear your appeal. Gotcha. You want to make sure that you get somebody on that board who's sympathetic to taxpayers. Gotcha. So if I want to put, just say, a lean-to type thing up and they want to come in and tax you know what out of me, I could go to you and say, look, no one's living in it. It's it, All I'm keeping in there is all my old cars. Then you would look at that and make a determination. That's correct. Yeah, that's that's correct. If your assessor, you are unhappy with your right, assessor, right. and we're pretty lucky here in San Diego County yeah, with Ernie. Yeah. Uh, Ernie uh, Jordanberg does a great job, but there are fifty-seven other counties, and they're not all doing a great job. Uh, well, you know, if, if he 
votes and works half as hard on the tax thing as he has helped us with the Second Amendment. I, uh, there's no way we can't vote him into office yeah. uh, on the support of equalization. But we cannot take any chances. we got to get our butts out there and vote. Absolutely. Don't just sit there because Joel's a really nice guy and oh, he's really win. good to the community. Yeah. He's just going to blow by- No. Get out there and vote. Because the angry mob is angry, and they are going to do everything humanly possible. Whether he's any good or not has no bearing on it. It's just they don't want to do anything that's going to make the Republican Party look good, period, period, period. So, And they will do damage to themselves to try to keep Joel out of office. That's a true story, and that's why it's important for us. Vote, 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 vote. vote, vote. Uh, and I'm sure – go uh, ahead. I'll Mike. tell you right now. Um, you know, I've, I've uh, uh, seen uh, Senator Anderson in action. I don't think anybody works harder than you, Senator, truly. Most accessible uh, politician, uh, well, here he elected official, um, and, and extremely hardworking. I don't, I'm not, I'm not positive, but I don't believe. I think you've given up sleep because I, I swear you just constant, constant work. So uh, I mean, just uh, yeah, so we got to get him elected. If he, like I said, if he does half a good a job, uh, you know, on this as he did protecting our Second Amendment, uh, we got we got to get him in there. But Mike. You are you. You have just joined, you know, a, the brotherhood of busted TV screens and broken <laughs> phones for people who have let their recoil spring shoot across the the, the living room, uh, putting their weapons back together. And that's what we're. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Did you find it? I found it, and I think I was actually. Well, I think eleven is about it's about nine inches long. About, yeah, if you yeah, can't yeah. find it, you're. <laughs> I, I I think I was actually more accurate, you know, with that with the spring than I was shooting bullets out of it. <laughs> wait a minute! You took your wife's gun apart. Oh yeah, well we had to clean it and broke it. No, no, it's it works. She's still <laughs> talking to you. Yeah. Oh, that's why you're going to Orange County tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get it. You broke her free couch for me. Yeah. yeah, right. But I tell you, we got the, the the recoil spring is probably the least expensive part of your firearm, and the most you'll lose. Well, it, it is the thing that will allow your firearm to last the longest. Most gun manufacturers will tell you to change your recoil spring between three and five thousand rounds. And depending on which gun you have, they, they cost you anywhere between 3 and $19. I mean, it's probably the least expensive part you'll ever buy for your gun, but it is the part that will make your gun last the longest. Okay, so how do you know you have a weak spring? You know you have a weak spring if you are filling your uh, – when, when you uh, on a semi-automatic and you, you, you fire the weapon and you can hear metal on metal. That means the slide's coming back far enough where you hear – the slide stop hit the receiver stop, and you hear a little a clank. Tink. Exactly. And if you're doing that, that, that's metal on metal, and that means something's about to break. And I promise you, if the slide breaks or the receiver breaks, it's going to be a lot more expensive than that $9, 10 15 $20 recoil spring. That's called a new gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So they, they say— Breaks your heart, huh? They say three to 5,000 rounds— I say every fifteen hundred to two thousand rounds. It's so inexpensive. Change your recoil spring. Do you spring. count your rounds? I do not. Do not. I Thank shoot, you. I shoot. So you've seen my safe. Yeah. There, uh, I just don't have that kind of time to keep up with rounds. Hold counts. on a second. Do you count your rounds, Lance? I do not. Okay, John. Do you count your rounds? You can estimate. Like you bring I a box. You bring boxes of ammo. Each one has about lawyer. fifty to hundred rounds. 
Yeah, you shoot all, like every box you brought in. Okay. You can guess. All right, yeah, I got around six hundred okay, so rounds I, today. So, you're, I, so I got guns in my in my safe that I'll, I'll change the recoil spring out every five years, and I've got guns in my safe where I change the recoil spring out every three months. Now, do you write this down in like a book or something? No, but because you know I, your memory's no good. Well, you got that right. You could put twelve t- springs in it in a TBI, week. Yeah, but hey, and that's still cheaper than buying a new gun. <laughs> And if you're shooting the gun that much, you'll actually you'll you'll feel when well, there's something different in yeah. it. Like yeah. you, when you're Mike, shooting, do you, do you'll you count know. your your ammo. I, I actually I, not down to the decimal point, but yeah, I, I keep a pretty. I knew you would because <laughs> you're way more it's anal not, than the rest of us. <laughs> it's not. Uh, yeah, like it, and it's not down to the one. You don't but, think about it every day. Okay, that's seven. That's yeah, eight. Every that's other nine. Day. Every other day. No, no, no way I, I, I would. But you know, know, but you know when yeah. you hit, you know, you a know thousand, when you hit the thousand, two thousand mark, yeah. the fifteen hundred mark. Hey, when you bring you know. those seven dollar bullets in, I'd be counting every hey, single. Hey, don't think I'm, don't think I'm not counting every one of How these. How much of those? These right here are three dollars and seven cents every time you pull the trigger. Did you see that? Did you see these things? I mean, what are those things? Well, I'm glad you brought, this, I'm glad you brought this up because yeah. I'm about to ask Mr. John Dillon a very important question Hand for all it. AR owners. I just built me. Uh, from uh, I I won at Gun Prom a beautiful Spikes Tactical Lore the Jack the Big Skull and so I took that and I made a four fifty eight SOCOM. Now imagine this, boys and girls out there in Gun World, a thirty round magazine that holds thirty five five six rounds. A four fifty eight SOCOM is five hundred grains. That's almost ten times as much as a regular five five six. So a regular standard P mag will only hold ten rounds of four fifty eight SOCOM. Thank you. So the response or my question, I guess, to to my good buddy, my fellow Ford owner, my fellow Hoyt bow shooting buddy, keep hammering out there. And we got, hey, we got our own lingo, me and this guy. <laughs> yes, now that I have these rounds that will only fit 10 in a 30 round, and what would be traditionally known as a 30 round magazine, it only holds 10 of these rounds. Am I allowed to own these magazines? <laughs> or that, or that ammo. What about that ammo? Is yeah, that well, ammo the legal? The ammo's wholly legal. <laughs> <laughs> so the drum roll's done. The ammo's totally acceptable to to own that, and use. Those cannons are oh, those yeah. are legal? Of course they are. What's for no difference? They're just going you know, a little bit faster. What is with our gut? They, they you know they just want to just get rid of the goofiest things. I guess. So uh, this is one of those areas of law where you'd like to have a perfectly succinct answer, but uh, it is somewhat of grayer because Joe is perfectly right. You know, ten rounds of four fifty eight do fit into a traditionally a 30 round magazine and you, there's no alteration that needs to happen between the magazine. So you could go load 30 rounds of five, five, six or two, two, three, and then you go load 10 rounds of four fifty eight. Um, so, you know, theoretically, you know, obviously you shouldn't try this method of argument. Uh, if you don't own a four fifty eight SOCOM, <laughs> that would be helpful. If, if yeah. someone walks in, they're searching your stuff, and they see a bunch of thirty round magazines when it's illegal to possess, uh, and you say, "Oh no, that's for four fifty eight. Those are ten round magazines, <laughs> and you don't have one. That's going to be a problem. Uh, it's better that y- you have one. However, because the magazine can still hold thirty rounds of five five six, uh, it is a little iffy. Um, the safest, absolute safest thing to do, unfortunately, would be to limit that magazine so you're only going to be shooting probably 
Three to four. Three to four rounds of 458. However. Yeah, but again, possession is a ticket. It's not a felony, number one. Um, but the other thing is. Um, yeah, but, it, but, it's a, but it's a penalty. It's a fine. 250 for the first one, 500 for right. the second one, 1,000 for that one, and a, or 500. Yeah, a five hundred for each one after that. So if I've got fifty of them, I mean, we're talking. I'd have to sell my house. <laughs> oh, no, I've seen your house. Here. <laughs> right. Trust me, yeah, you're okay. No, but the other thing is, right now it's not illegal. I want to I want to emphasize that. Could you talk about that, John? Yeah. So the the possession law basically made it illegal to possess thirty round magazines, and this was essentially when the thirty round magazine prohibition went into effect. People that legally owned them were grandfathered in, and so if you Bought one of these magazines years ago, before 2000, uh, essentially, uh, and you've had it. They weren't going to make it, you know, a crime to all of a sudden have one. However, you weren't able to buy, sell, manufacture, transfer, all that. Got it. Uh, this new law went into effect uh, actually last July 1st, I want to say. Uh, that was off, off of Proposition 63, right? Mm-hmm. Guys, right so, guys, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. Hey, do you or any of your family keep a firearm? Well, I guess what? You are getting a CCW. You need to go to firearmslegal.com. Call them at 469-310-9100. Firearmslegal.com. We all have it. We are protected. $10 a month. That's lunch. Come on, folks. Check it out. Also, uh, that's about it. When we come back, we're going to have a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio. We're going to let California State Senator Joel Anderson from the 38th uh, Senate District chat with us about his future and what we can do to help make california better besides splitting it three ways right here on am 1170 the answer Radio, right here on AM 1170. The answer. I sort of did the in before I should have done the out. So, but that's okay. You're getting the hang of it. I'm getting the hang. Of it. I'm an old guy. But hey, we do have a very special guest. I like it. Mike, you want to introduce uh, your special guest? Sure, Senator Anderson. Yeah, Senator, that's the guy right here. Yeah. Okay. Well, sure, some again, people yeah. don't tune in here or not. Absolutely. So in studio today we have like uh, uh, Senator Joel Anderson, who uh, represents uh, East, basically East County, San Diego. Yep. Uh, up to North County, all the way up to almost, is it Riverside? Riverside border down to Lemon Grove, out to Imperial. So, Grego Springs, Fallbrook, Rancho Santa Fe, San Marcos, El Cajon. So, you have to do areas. a lot of driving. Poway. You do a lot of driving. I man. do do a lot of driving. I now, like with the new up. job, with this new job that you're going to get elected to, because we're all going to go out and vote for you, everybody listening, you won't have to go as much driving or still? Well, I'll have offices in each county. It, oh. it represents San Diego, Orange, Riverside, San Bernardino, and Imperial County. Oh. Ten million people are in the district. Okay, gotcha. Uh, roughly three million voters. It's huge. It's and huge you do district. like to engage with, with your constituents. I do. You know, I have more community coffees than any other legislator. I know. And I have an open house at the end of the year that, that uh, brings down the house. We have over yeah. 5,000 people show up. Good food. And Toyota of El Cajon, we want to thank Toyota of El Cajon. Oh, Toyota of El Cajon. The Kaminsky's they, are the, the best. The Kaminsky's have gone way out. You know, I said I was, we had outgrown every location. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't know where I can have this. And, and uh, Greg was having lunch with me. He said, I'll do it. I'll sure. have it at my shop. And then he shuts down his shop, lets me take over the whole showroom. It's yeah. about 30,000 yeah. square feet. Yeah. And then all the neighboring businesses give me parking, uh, including Parkway Plaza. They sure. give me a whole slew of parking spots. Not and amazing. we have shuttles. 
that was all volunteer and donated. And it's really, really fabulous. That's East County, though. Yeah, well, we like each other. We really, really do. We do. So one thing I wanted to uh, bring no, up No, you is, can't move to East County. Yeah, I'm in. I, I'm, are you kidding? I'm Mr. East County. I got, I live in Santee. I drive a Jeep, and I work for a gun rights organization. That's I'm, right. You know, and you have a gun. I fit right in. Um, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, except my last name is Schwartz. That's the only thing that doesn't really quite fit in. But Nothing <laughs> wrong with that, trust me. <laughs> So Orange County and San Diego County are both uh, Orange County gun owners. They're San Diego County gun owners. We've both had to go in front of the uh, agricultural board in each county to defend the the gun show on Costa Mesa's fairgrounds and Del Mar's fairgrounds. Um, And it's uh, it looks like Orange County is doing better than San Diego. San Diego looks like it's in big trouble. But I know these board members are appointed by the governor and uh, you have some experience with 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 the board. I just wonder if you could go into first off, do you you agree with them having a gun show on on county on uh, state uh, property? And second, what can you tell us about the board that regulates that? Well, the the gun shows are doing nothing illegal. Uh, So absolutely they should do it. And these are state properties, so they're generating revenue so we don't have to pay more taxes. So every time that we ban a a show, whether it's a gun show or any other show on state property, we're saying we want taxpayers to pay higher taxes to backfill the lost revenue. And it's just wrong. Uh, I have to do a shout-out to you, Michael. Uh, A few years ago, they had a big push to shut down Del Mar, and I called you and said, hey, can you get some bodies up there to testify because it wasn't announced, nobody knew about it, and you got a whole slew of folks to show up. I sent a letter of support, yep. and we were able to stop that and get the gun show to go uh, that year. But the, the fight is always at the Cow Palace. Uh, if, they, if, if the state doesn't want to have these shows, they should sell these properties to the private sector and get the money for it, because it's not fair to taxpayers to raise our taxes because they refuse to allow legal shows to occur. Right. Well, and the point we make is, you know, this is a regional asset, and it's really, you know, the city of Del Mar is complaining because they're a bunch of anti-gun uh, city council members, um, zealots, frankly. But it's looking bad. It's looking like, uh, uh, especially uh, Gavin Newsom is talking a lot about uh, trying to get rid of, if he's elected governor, trying to get rid of the gun shows on state property, and, and it's looking bad in San Diego, and it's it's kind of 50-50 in Orange County. Orange County just renewed the contract well, for three more? Yeah, I was just going to say, I just showed you the news. Uh, Michelle brought that in from the auto show. She thought you'd you know, appreciate that. Oh, well, I was there. We we turned in 3,600 letters. Will you quit doing that? You're I know. make them <laughs> three, all crazy. 3,600 letters uh, that we had signed up in Orange County, and we presented it to the board, and they voted, uh, I think it was like 4-1. Uh, to approve, but that's just the next three gun shows. And there's a 30 day out, so if they decide uh, 30 days before a show, they could they could that's just if dump they them. get too much pressure. Yeah, so there's very little. Um, and San Diego's not giving you that at all. No, I, I think San Diego's in big trouble. We've done a lot. We've got a lot of people show up. We've written letters. We made phone. We've done all this all the stuff. Um, but uh, I think San Diego's in big trouble. Well, see, a lot of people don't realize, and I found out just the other day. I, I thought the game, the gun show was wall to wall guns. But about 15, 20% are actually selling guns. 80, 80% but or so are that's not selling how accessories. It's, but that's not how it's per- portrayed. It, well, it's not, but, you know, they got to call it. A, so why not change the name, right? Why not call it an accessory, an accessory show? show right? Because people, because it's the gun show. Yeah. That's what gets people to show yeah. up. You know, if you call it a Beanie Baby show, nobody shows up. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that, too. Well, you know, it's, we were talking about this earlier. You know, the reason people want it shut down, they showed up. There's been several meetings up there, Mike, you know, and they, yeah. and they showed up and they're like, well, we want to close the gun 
the the gun show loophole. And even a representative from the sheriff's department was like, "There's no such thing, you know." Right. There's, and they so they, they come up here with all these uh, scary They're terms, just lies, right? But and they, they've been again. It's one of these you can have all of the the opinions and feelings you want, but you don't have the facts to shut it down. But unfortunately, people are leaning toward their feelings. I'll tell you this: quite literally, every single you know. Uh, opposition piece you'll ever read on gun shows every fact quote unquote mm-hmm. that they will state that you know machine guns background checks all the things you know you'll hear it every time you know a more left-leaning person brings up you know mm-hmm. stop the gun show they'll spout off this list of stuff not a single one of those things applies to california gun shows we have background checks mm-hmm. on every single gun purchase and sale no matter what there's 10-day waits there's safety certificates. There's safety tests. You have to do a safe handling demonstration. Every law still applies in a gun show. Right. Uh, you have to have an ammunition vendor license. You don't. You have to have a license to sell ammunition. You have to transfer that. Transfer and, any ammunition has to go through a vendor. All of it is regulated. There is not a single legitimate reason to oppose the gun show. So other than show, I don't like guns. The gun show is identical to Gun Range San Diego. Absolutely. Except they got more brick and mortar. Joel. Uh, the DOJ has said that they fill, they send undercover agents to these all the time looking for the bad actors trying to catch somebody. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time you saw them on the front page arresting somebody? And don't yeah, you think they happen. wouldn't? Oh, they'd love to do it. They'd oh. love to make hay with it. But to your point, uh, everyone's going by the rules. This is a great place to go. It's a safe environment. There's officers we all over the place. They Absolutely. have their own booth where you can stop in and say hi. It like literally, if you were gonna try to you know commit a felony by buying a machine gun or something, <laughs> that is quite literally the stupidest place in the world to well, go and do th- it at. Yeah, let me get a tank. And what do you, what, like what? How do you what do you have to do wrong? as an ATF agent to go man the booth at the gun show. I mean, <laughs> talk about, like, geez, talk about getting abused. You lost <laughs> it, golf. Oh, yeah, really. Yeah. I will say that uh, Christmas um, party bit. here's a, uh, a little uh, a little peek. Uh, so the next gun show is the 14th and 15th of July. San Diego County Gun Owners is having a press conference on the 13th at the fairgrounds, uh, a huge announcement at 11 a.m. Um, that has to do with what we're talking about, and it's we're calling it our $10,000 uh, gun show challenge uh, to the Brady organization, moms who hate guns and all these other anti-gun. I can't go into details. We're going to announce it at the press conference, okay. but it's July 13th at 11 a.m. right there at the Don Diego statue at the fairgrounds. Uh, we invite everybody to come out, um, and it's going to it's going to address a lot of the the myths. And are they uh, going to charge for parking? No, there's to come to the press conference. No charge for parking. You sure? I'm positive. You know how they are. I know. Yeah, they'll squeeze a nickel, make the Indian ride to Buffalo. But they do every time a gun show comes to, and there's five a year. And every time a gun show comes to town, they spread their lies and say, "Oh, "Oh, gee, golly, you can go in and buy a a A machine gun, a tank, you know, with a bazooka, howitzers, right." I gotta get me one of those. Well, I got. I gotta tell you, I I might get fired if I don't mention this because I failed to mention it during my segment. But Gun Range San Diego is having a wonderful sale on July fourth. They're opening the doors oh, yeah. early for members, so you don't have to fight the rush. You can get in there shooting early. Uh, we're we are selling about fifteen different uh, 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 former range guns, and they're not worn out. We take them, we yeah, take them off the range, we refurbish them, 
change all the springs, the recoil spring. They got new new recoil springs, that kind of thing. Get some great prices on some CZs. I think I saw. Oh, that I think I think that, that one of the most expensive guns we're selling is like four sixty nine. Wow. You know, like a seven hundred. Is that what time tomorrow uh, on Wednesday? Uh, Wednesday we open the doors for members at uh, nine thirty and for for the rest of the public at ten a.m. All right, hey folks, don't forget CrossArmory.com for all your parts to make your RR fifteen and ten compliant. Go to CrossArmory.com. CrossArmory.com. They are the best. Joel, thank you very, very much for coming in. My pleasure. Thank you all. You are the thanks, best. Thanks uh, Dylan, show. I expect to see you again from here on out. I'll get you a note for your I'm wife. number 200, right? I'll get you a note. Oh, dude. All right. Lance, thank you as well. Love your show, baby. 100 years. 100 years. 100 and Michael, years, you show. are the best. Thank you. Everybody go down, spend $10. You know, San Diego County gun owners, join up. And give me my Just, ammo back. Thanks. No, your ammo's not coming back. All right, folks, we're out of here. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.